the future of Facebook. I'm Tanya Hall and joining me is Robert Scoble, Chief Strategy Officer at Infinite Retina. Welcome, Robert. Great to be on the show again. <laughs> so Infinite Retina, that's a really interesting name, but, but what do you guys actually do? Um, we do strategy on spatial computing. So spatial computing is computing that a robot or a human or a virtual being moves through, uh, like augmented reality or virtual reality. And uh, so we're working with a bunch of big and small companies on understanding the marketplace and doing all that. And we built uh, a series of Twitter lists to study the industry and we're building databases and doing all sorts of research, but more on that later. We're here <laughs> to right. talk about Facebook, I think. <laughs> that we are in fact let's just let's just go back a little bit so as the decade of the 2010s was opening the original mass market social media platform myspace had faded into irrelevance and the 2010s saw the rise of several new mass market social platforms like twitter linkedin instagram and facebook right so yes. as as you look into the 2020s crystal ball okay what do you see for the future of facebook today it's a, a troubled company right now in, in quite a few ways. I mean, they've been roiled by PR uh, problem after PR problem after PR problem. Uh, they overreached, I think, on privacy. They thought that they could uh, really grow their business, uh, an advertising-based business, by grabbing a lot of people's private information and using that. Uh, pretty aggressively and now they're having to back off of that and rechange all their things and i think they're going into an era where they're going to see a lot more regulation from political uh, bodies around the world and we're getting senses of that that he, you know he's having to stand in front of congress and talk and stuff like that on the other side and and you know where does that lead i mean one of the presidential candidates elizabeth warren wants to break up Facebook and among other tech companies, right? So the next decade could be quite chaotic for Facebook, uh, uh, where Zuckerberg is quite distracted by having to deal with all this new regulation and, and the, uh, the uh, continued bad press that Facebook has had, and it just doesn't stop. You know, it, it would be one thing if it stopped, but even last week he had another scandal uh, that, that has to be dealt with, right? On the other side, he's building really interesting new products. I mean, I, I have a Facebook portal here, uh, which we can talk about. I have an Oculus Quest downstairs or an Oculus Rift over here, VR machines. And he's uh, doing, continuing to do some of the best thinking of product design and, and development uh, that's out there. And he has many advantages to doing that. It, you know, there's still 2 billion people using one of Facebook's products, whether it's WhatsApp or Instagram or Facebook's uh, uh, main service um, uh, or Oculus, uh, you know, a month. So he, he has a, a huge advantage in terms of numbers of users on his system. And he has a lot of data, which lets him design new products. Like, like this product is really interesting. It, you know, when I got it, it um, uh, had me add my family, and it knew who my family was and who my best friends were, right? And it made it of course it did to call my family and and set up another one with my dad, right? 
And it's a really great product. And in fact, you can tell that he's starting to care about privacy. He, he uh, put a little uh, slide here so he could slide a, a door across the uh, camera and show that there's a red light where the microphone and the camera are not listening. But of course he's cared about privacy. Robert, he's always had a post-it note over his own camera on his own yeah. computer. So he, he gets that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and there are some great products coming out and, and nobody's arguing, I think, that Facebook is, is going to go away tomorrow. But will Mark Zuckerberg remain at the helm if, if it stays? And does he want to? I mean, I, if I was him, I'd be like, uh, you know, I'm going to let somebody else handle the, the regulation. and I'm going to go and deal with this new augmented reality stuff because there's a real competitive threat coming to Facebook. If let's say Apple comes out with glasses that are that are really accepted by the public, which is a big if, right? That's a that's a lot of ifs to get filled in. But if if they did, they Apple would be able to provide social services that would let you play blackjack with each other, that would let you collaborate with each other, that would let you watch TV with each other, or movies together or uh, play football with each other, or play frisbee, or shoot each other, or do a variety of things with each other. In such a world, why do we need Facebook, right? And so this new augmented reality spatial computing world that's coming is a, represents a real platform shift. And anytime platform shifts come, big, big companies often go away. Remember when um, uh, the Macintosh and Windows 95 came along, Borland and WordPerfect were the big companies of the day, and they're gone today because they didn't bet on that platform and they weren't well positioned for that platform. And they just couldn't make a shift to that platform. And newer companies like Microsoft uh, spent a lot of money on the new platform and really profited off that. So it's going to be real interesting to see the next decade for Facebook. Can they deal with this regulation on one side and this PR problem and fix their uh, trust scores, which is a real problem because it means that they're not going to be able to launch new products, which are going to really study our, our privacy, right? When you're putting a, a, a pair of glasses on your face, there's eye sensors there. It, it sees your heart rate. It knows everywhere you're looking and it knows what you're touching. That's a lot more privacy than Facebook already has uh, people. And there's a, micro, there's a set of microphones on it listening to you full time, right? So people to get into that new world are going to have to really trust the company that they're putting on their face. And Apple is way ahead on trust uh, and, and way ahead on retail. Uh, the ability to go into a store and try out a product and feel comfortable with it. Facebook doesn't have stores to try out something like that. Apple does. And Apple has a brand that people want on their face. Facebook doesn't. So it's a lot of problems for, for Zuckerberg in the next decade, I think. That's a very good point. And in fact, I'm going to say, you know, you, you, you talked about um, speaking to Congress and all the legislative issues. And I would say a part of the reason I think that Facebook has been allowed to, to move forward is because our legislators don't understand this technology, but you're talking well, about much more advanced uh, use cases, right? So what kind of new laws do you envision? It's not only they don't understand it, they are taking advantage of the surveillance. The first tap on all of our fiber lines is the NSA. And that comes from Congress. And Congress keeps funding 
surveillance that is watching you know citizens and others because it's a way to prevent ter terrorism and other things right and watch uh, the economy and they're taking advantage of the fact that there's two billion people on facebook to watch the the, the citizenry china takes it a lot further right so in china their their surveillance systems are even more detailed than ours are here but there's going to be a if you're a congressperson do you do you uh regulate facebook and maybe get a terrorist out of that or do you let it collect a lot of private data on people and and you know how do you decide it's really a tough problem for these senators and add in the corruption of just all the money that goes into politics and and we all know that that politics is run by money right what role will facebook's platform play in the overall facebook corporate structure who um it's a deep one because Facebook runs on Facebook, right? So Facebook doesn't use Slack or Outlook or, you know, they run their business on Facebook. So, <clears throat> um, you know, it's, it's a pretty interesting system. I mean, having one of these portals, you know, people, I, I, I make fun on Twitter, you know, oh, I have a Facebook surveillance device in my house, but this is the best way to call my dad and talk my, to my dad. And it, the camera is really amazing. It follows you, the software follows you as you walk around your house, right? So they're able to build really amazing products because of their data approach. It's just that this is ad supported and that brings a lot of corrosive behavior because we're not really the customer here. The advertising industry is the customer. We're just, the numbers that the advertising industry needs, you know, to buy ads for. And I think that really is the key differentiator between Apple and Facebook. And it's going to be interesting to watch Apple and Facebook play out because Apple is going to charge more for their devices in the next decade, but they have a privacy temple, a, a, a metaphorical building that everything is inside. And inside that building, there's no advertising. So you feel safer about your data going, you know, my data from my watch, right? My heart rate is going up to an Apple server. Now, if Facebook came out with a watch, it also goes to Facebook server, but Facebook server then sells that data to an advertiser or, you know, loans it to an advertiser. So the advertiser knows, oh, he's having a, you know, he's exercising. So I'll put exercising ads in his face, right? And that leads to a system where we don't feel as good about it. We joke about it. We were joking before the camera turned on that, oh, Facebook's been listening to us for years, right? And we talk around our phone and all of a sudden something happens and we think, oh, okay, Facebook's listening to us. Apple doesn't do that because they don't have the same business model. And it's really gonna be interesting to see those two business models go head to head and see which one comes out of the 2020s, the strongest. All right, Robert, big decision. Are you likely to recommend Facebook shares to, to for a retirement account or would you um, likely recommend that people be short sellers? I, I'm not a short seller of Facebook. I don't own Facebook because I just don't like some of the risks that are coming to its business. And I'm really uh, long on Apple. I think Apple has uh, some piles of money coming with 5G iPhone and with the glasses and with services 
that the market really hasn't even fully digested yet. So um, I, I'm much more bullish about Apple um, long term. That probably will turn out to be really stupid because uh, Zuckerberg has proven that he, uh, it, it, everybody who bets against him seems to lose. So um, over and over, that's been true in the last 15 years, right? So. Good point, Robert. Don't take my advice as investment advice, in other words. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we will take your advice on many things, though. So thanks again for, for joining and giving us your insight on Facebook. If somebody wants to connect with you, Robert, maybe they want to get maybe more financial advice, or maybe they just want to connect with you and find out more about Infinite Retina. How can they do that? I'm on uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and a few others. Um, my professional life is focused on Twitter and LinkedIn, so those are probably the best to ask me stuff about you know what I'm predicting or or the tech that's that I we all care about. Sounds good to me. And that was Robert Scoble, Chief Strategy Officer at Infinite Retina. And if you guys want to find more of my interviews, you can do that right here or go to tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.